Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Find out the colors of you, I see them too, and boy, I like them, I like them, I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate, we out here vibing, we vibing, we vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your time without Full podcast. Happy New Year with Rodrigo Torres right here. Yeah, man. Happy New Year, everybody. How you guys doing? We have a guest, Joy Medina, in the house. Hola, what's up, guys? Just joining us here. That's right. He's he's working a new movie. I just saw him on Facebook on location with five big ass tanks. <laughs> Fool! I got some well, crazy ass story right now. Tell me, that just came out. Fresh story. Do tell. Fresh. Do tell. Remember we had the Incredible Hulk on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Incredible, the guy that dresses up like the Incredible Hulk on Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what was his name? Joe McQueen. Fool. What happened, dog? They jumped Superman. <laughs> Him and the other guys? <laughs> no, Superman who hangs out at the uh, over um, there. Getting money He, he got jumped. Yeah, Joe was telling a story on um, on Facebook that he got jumped and they fucking beat the shit of Superman and then he... And he knocked his teeth out. <laughs> so they had to use kryptonite. They just couldn't do it normally, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then they stole his Superman costume. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real Superman, dog. Civil yeah, War. and Civil War. Then later on, everybody was, everybody was saying that this fool, was a, he, he, was, he was hooked on meth and all this and that. Probably and, owed uh, somebody money. Yeah, man. And somebody said, was that fool smoking kryptonite or what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of those guys get pushy and they've gotten into fights or altercations fool. with people on the street. The craziest one is Batman. Yeah. 
What was that about? <laughs> Special news bulletin. What? No, was that? I don't know. Did that come through the live wire? Oh. Anyways, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, the Hollywood uh, Superman ass beaten. Oh, yeah. He got his ass beat, right? And um, you want a microphone? <laughs> oh. Well, I can't hear you. <laughs> Tell me again. The Batman one was the craziest. Yeah, everybody confusing me. Now. Let's start all over. What's up, right. fool? <laughs> we got the manager over here, one ear. Rodrigo on this other ear. This guy over here. Hey, what do you want me to we do? Got, we got Madonna, got Madonna over there. <laughs> hey. We got the engineer right here, first time of bad code. Uh, don't forget about my new film, me. Eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, his, his new film. For the film coming out every week. I wish. Him and Dante. <laughs> Attack of the Killer Zombies. <laughs> What's up, fool? Anyways. um, What's up, fool? The the Superman got beat up, right? They knocked his teeth out. And then people were talking smack, and then Batman joined in <laughs> to beat him up or get his no, ass beat too. Have his back. I'll fuck oh. you guys up talking all that shit, you know, on Facebook. <laughs> wow. But you guys don't know Batman, man. Uh-huh. If you have watched the in, the documentary about them, it was about the Hulk, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, and some other fool that don't matter, man. But Batman is crazy. That fool talks about how he used to, he used to be an assassin for the mob. <laughs> oh, shut up. What the fuck? Ice for real, huh, Lisa? Uh, an assassin for the mob. And, um, you know, I, I, he talks about in a documentary. All in a Batman suit. I've done some stuff that I'm not proud of. <laughs> yeah, like standing on Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks like George Clooney, bro. Really? That's that fool, the original yeah. Batman? All right, quick question. Is this Superman that got his ass kicked, the guy from the documentary? Yes. Oh, my The one with God, that little that swirl one? on his hair? Yes. The older, the older look. And yeah. who was his, uh, uh, he claimed that his mom was who? Sandy Dennis. Sandy? Sandy Dennis. Sandy Dennis is an actress. Out of Towners. Okay, the Out of Towners. But that fool was like hard. If you see the documentary, he was hardcore like to the character. Like if he had to go smoke a cigarette, he'll go home because he don't want nobody to catch him smoking a cigarette because right, Superman right. doesn't smoke. That's right. But Superman does doesn't meth. get his ass kicked either and get his teeth knocked <laughs> That's out. That's what so. I'm saying, dog. <laughs> that sucks. That does suck. Because even if he gets his suit back, nobody wants to see him with chimuelos. Superman, bro. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we walk into him like this. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, Fucking we... super chompers. Eh? <laughs> no chompers, eh? But to get your teeth knocked out, Meanwhile, the Hall of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> See that's the film I like. I'm not. I, Cape, I'm, that's the film I would want to see because that's that's real. That's funny, dude. Yeah, all of these fucked up, you know, superheroes. No one's done a film about about people who dress up in costume and and have no more lives. It's true. It's true. And, and but the thing is, this I don't mind these guys when they have like nice costumes. But like you ever see like the Spider Man is all skinny and they're saggy. The the suit is saggy on his oh, body. Man. He got the uh, dog He's, bite in the leg. The Saturday <laughs> one we were driving. We were driving and um. And fucking um, Lisa pointed out this sad ass Spider Man, bro. That's probably the same one <laughs> to the curved Spider Man. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, sh- shabby ass knees. <laughs> yeah, red Reeboks, red. a crutch. <laughs> oh, but Lisa, like in that movie, Kick Ass. Uh-huh. Those people are actually regular people who becomes who just to fight crime. Remember when Denver we saw that black fool? Yeah, 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 dude. In, a- in Colorado, in Denver, uh-huh. real people like yourself, right. you know, they dress up like a make up their own um, you say Omega asshole man right 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 and they dress up with their old costume with their actual weapons and they walk around the whole streets fighting crime wow that's cause he had his own little outfit made up from like a cross between a different little handful of superheroes and shit yeah it was like X-Men mixed with um, 
Jaguar or something. Yeah, and then like Transformer <laughs> and those are a chick and with them too. Really? But these are actual superheroes that fighting crime. The superhero we're talking about are asking for change. <laughs> <laughs> They're fighting poverty. <laughs> yeah, but they get hardcore. Like um, when we had the Incredible Hulk here, Joe McQueen, he knows the whole movie. We closed the show with him. He was doing dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the little original Bill Bixby one. Yeah. Bling, bling. <laughs> he knows all that shit. It's like, dude, obsessed. Fool. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think Joe, they had an intervention on Facebook for Joe McQueen to quit acting and go back home. Well, he was posting some crazy shit, dog. Remember, like, he was getting all suicidal and, like, I don't know if I'm going to live another day. Damn. Put him in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll definitely commit suicide then. <laughs> he'll be like, my career is even worse. What's going on? <laughs> Let me tell you, man. I'm like, like most actors, including myself. Uh-huh. You put me in a set, there's a tank, I'm going to take 10 photos, so I'm going to be happy. <laughs> That's right. We Nowadays, we do things only for those shots. The, Without even doing it no more. Yeah, yeah. We just, yeah, we just want, we want the Instagram pictures. That's we get a we selfie. Eh? Yeah, once we're done, we're good. We leave fucking, we're done. It's true, man. That the, I was reading this article where like young people, I'm saying young people who are under 22, they don't know how to hold a relationship like we're having a relationship, just talking to you at night because right. they're used to all their friends being on Facebook. Or on Instagram, Gadgets so when they meet shit. a real friend and they, they get to know him, that guy becomes the biggest asshole. Because <laughs> everybody's an asshole if you compare if you compare him to your friends on Facebook. Oh hell yeah! But they don't have those interpersonal skills. Who? That means in order for you to no more, because everybody used to their likes. You know, they like hearing a little buzz, like in a casino. You know, like ding 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 ding. That makes everybody happy. Checking your likes, thousand likes, two hundred likes, two likes, whatever. It makes <laughs> you feel good. It makes you feel good. That you get a life, you know, you're part of this social media world. Somebody likes you. But when you're in real life, people are quiet. They, they don't tell you, hey, I like you over and over. <laughs> There's, right, no right, like right. There's no like button. There's no like button. How depressing would that be, Joy Medina, every day a thousand people give you a hug? Uh, that'd be, yeah, that would be fucked up. Like, stop, leave me alone. All right, got it. I'm good. Or whatever, you know what I mean? But okay, let's say let's say we weren't in show business. Let's say we weren't doing comedy. Would you guys be that heavy in social media? Hell yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't know, man. I would I, 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 No, I think you I would. Because you'd be excited, you dude. Because every time we would see celebrities, you'd like call them out, dog. I like that. I'm, I'm a fucking like, ah, maybe. Eh? But this <laughs> fool would. How about you, Joey? No? No, I don't think so, man. I think. Not even to get I, broads or nothing? No, it, I think it. I, I'll do it in the beginning, like I do everything, like I get into it, every every app, every social media, I get into it. Like, when it pops. Yeah, for like a week or two, and then I'm like, eh, I'm good. And and I only use now the ones that I have to use that everyone uses, you know, to communicate Twitter, the communicate and stuff. Your stuff but all the other shit, I'm fucking done, man. Like, you know, I, I got into Vine and, you know, that, I'm like, oh, fuck, seven second videos. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. It was just, after a while, it just gets too much. I'm like, I have enough things to do. You know when you forget to masturbate because you're too much on social media, there's too much social fucking media. You I don't forget it. Yeah, I don't go to rehab, dog. <laughs> I think I'll put up, when I'm on the road, I open up my laptop two porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, it, a, that's it's a repair. The, yeah, you're far unless, away. Unless I'm staying in the room with somebody. Yeah, yeah. I open up the, I open up the porn in the bathroom. Yeah, there you go. Cause, right, because he's a fucking gentleman. That's the way. <laughs> or I just cover the blackest over me like I used to. That's right. <laughs> Have a little clubhouse. <laughs> like back in the day Dude I remember one day back, back in the old condo days When comics would be in the condo I Joy, went Did not jerk off Have paper cuts No dude There was this, <laughs> there, a story There dog. was this dude Jerking off it, Watching comic? porn Yeah in the VCR Back in the VCR Yeah It was a VCR He's watching it And I'm fucking there And he's fucking jerking And then he doesn't stop 
I come in and he's just still jerking off. I'm like, all right, I just went to the room. I'm like, that's fucking rude. Should have challenged him, bro. <laughs> fucking rude to throw hot water on that fool, dog. Get the fuck no, out of here. That's just so weird. Lucy, man, man was he a roommate or a comedian? He was a comedian. He was a comedian. Uh, I don't know if he, I don't remember. I think, I think he was the opening act or something, but whatever. <laughs> he opened up that living room, dog. Yeah. That is crazy. That's fucking gross, dog. Yeah. That's We're going to put mine, dog. <laughs> yeah, but there's nobody else to put it into, dog, right there. <laughs> I know, like, some people are not, like, um, some comics, you could tell their career, not their career is done, but um, they don't do social media as much, you know? Like, Willie. They're more introverted. Everything's everything's caps. Yeah. (laughs) Willie, actually, Willie, I see Willie on it more, a lot more. He started way more over the last couple years. Yeah, because. Before it was all silent. Before he didn't do it. Because, you know, Willie's personality is different, but now he knows how to get his personality on social media, but yeah, Rudy doesn't. Rudy doesn't. Can't do headbutt Instagram, bro. Rudy still does flyers, man. That's he just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Rudy, Rudy still passes out flyers. <laughs> so right? Come on, Rudy. <laughs> Nobody passes out flyers anymore. <laughs> Come on, Rudy. Get <laughs> the mini list. <laughs> that was man. When, we're, when I was coming over here, I saw this 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 ad right, and it had everything I used to do. That I don't do no more. Like oh, I was at the post office, <laughs> the post office, and it had like a, a little case where a bunch of like letters are in there. It's like in a, it felt weird being there because the letter were in a metal case was glass next to stamps, and the letters that were written were from 1940. But even in 2017, they it, they look ancient now. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were like in this place case. Dear like Margaret. And um, I, was re- I was reading the letter, right? Because a black woman to black woman, 1942. Okay. She said, and then her, her, her words, because this woman had just moved to Phoenix, right? From the south or what? From, the, from LA, I guess. Okay. And she moved to Phoenix. She was talking about her garden. But her, the, way she, the way she said it was funny. She said, um, they got me up here in the desert now. <laughs> <laughs> she brought some flavor to the English language, oh. dog. So in there, on the case, also, they had stuff like a lot of stuff you used to do, Joy Medina. Uh-oh. Um, send tapes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, was a, a, there was a thing there to send tapes. All the reels were there. NPR, all of them. CD-ROM. You know how, how, how the case through, is? Uh, time. Yeah, Technology. through time. And I remember Joy, Ma- Joy Medina was the first dude that had, mm-hmm. had his shit together. Like, you know, I think I was fluffy, you know, all those fools, but they didn't have structure as far as. The business sense. Organizing shit. Organize. Hell no. How many tapes did you send oh, a week? Dude. You were hustling, man. Hustling. You I were sending VHS You were one of the tapes. first guys to have a laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I remember I bought it right when I moved to L.A. So it was a hundred fucking years ago. But I used to have <laughs> I used to have, I used to have empty. I used to have empty cassettes, uh, VHS cassettes. Then I used to have the boxes to mail them in because they were certain shape. And then I would have this machine that would just put the one video onto the other dub one. Dub them? Yeah, dub them really quick. And I would do that. And then I would always have like a personal message on the beginning of my, before I do the stand-up. I had one where I jumped off of, remember that? I jumped <laughs> off. Don't be laughing at me. I jumped, funny, dude. I jumped <laughs> off of. Uh, uh, I only did it once. That's in the whole opening life. of the of the yeah. The, the opening of the thing was me at, at on a on a big tower with a bungee cord around me and going, "Look, if I could take a chance on this bungee cord, you could take a chance on me and book me." <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, <laughs> that shit that worked. Work. That, that shit worked. That shit worked. He's to break it through walls, eh? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, fool. Dude, yeah, it was I'm gonna break it through comedy. I used to do all kinds of crazy shit like that. I had then I would have stuff. I would have me. 
do like doing karaoke, but dress. It was, you know, you know those videos things you would go in like with a friend at, at the at, at a, like six Barbizon. flags. Yeah, and you would do, dress up like a character and then you would sing a do song. Do a video. The video, yeah, I would put that on there. Like a road behind yeah, you. Yeah, like, like I always had a production. I had a production because <laughs> I was fooled. Dog. Yeah, I figured, I figured I want these people to like be entertained. You know what I mean? <laughs> and now I'm too fucking lazy to even pick up the phone to get a booking. But <laughs> yeah, I used to do all that shit when I first started. What was the wildest thing you did? Like, cause I remember. You would you would send the tapes, but you would send them to everybody. Yeah, yeah. You had like a list, like yeah. There was a book. A, you were living at the post office. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, there was a book. There was a there was a because we was talked no, about it with no, Dante. Well, yeah, about the book, the, the book national stand up. Yeah, I don't know what the it was. One, I was fine, but it was a book where all the clubs were on there, all the bookers' names, everything. Because there was no internet, and you were so too. Yeah, yeah the there tours, was no there was colleges, no internet. Yeah, colleges, Naka. everybody. And the thing is, because it was a book and it came out once a year or whatever, sometimes those people weren't there anymore. So you had to be careful, you know, and all that stuff. Because it wasn't like the internet. You go right now, find out who books where. Right. It was, it was a fucking book. And if you bought that book, that book was like the Bible for it comedy. It was expensive. Yeah, and it was expensive, Oh, too. more than $200. Yeah, because that's the one that like, supposedly D. Millitown was selling for three or whatever back in the day or something. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And D. Millitown was, was, was a hustler, man. He, was, he knew how to do that it. That book was called The National... Comedy. It was official book. then. It was official. Yeah, so yeah. it was no book. And it had like, like if you know, like it was, it had like um, the bookers for the, the improv. They'll like tell you what number to call and who booked it. Okay. And it, like, I think it was, and then the improv, then it, cause I know it had, one of the names was Jeff Jenna on one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was a big the, booker uh, back then. You know? Irvine Improv. Irvine Improv. I did the open mic with that. And a couple of um, Bob Zaney gigs were oh, in wow. there. And, um, and then they had agents hey, too. They agents. had agents, they had management companies, they had production companies, they had all, anything in show business that, Hired talent, they had that there. Publicists, they had all that shit. Wow, dude. Man, I wish I could use that book right now. <laughs> I think you can find it on the internet now. Yeah, now it's just go on the internet. The only tape I ever sent to, I, I sent a, a VHS of me with an eight by ten, and I don't, I don't know who helped me write my bio, probably Joey, and um, I put it all together, and I sent them to um, Abrams in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent it to them. They sent it back. <laughs> Did they even look they, at it? No, they, they, they sent it with a letter and said, oh, uh, okay. we went over it. You know, you're something we're not looking for right now, but they sent me they a letter. Responded. I sent one to the Ice House, too. Yeah, yeah. And the, Talene, whatever her name was. Eileen, uh, I, I think. It was she Arlene. told me like this. We don't, you know, you're not ready to be headlining, you know. And she also said that, um, you know, you know, there's too much competition for the Feature spots, and we hire, and we have our own openers. So that was it, dude. X'd out. Yeah, I got that same letter, dude. Got that same letter. I even sent a video and a letter to Saturday Night Live, dude. I Dear did. Lorne. <laughs> yeah, I did. I know. And of course, they, I never got no response back. But um, you were dressed like the Bumblebee, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I did sketch. I don't even know what guy. I did. But I'm like, I'll do whatever. Because you never knew, man. It was taking a chance. Ah, fuck yeah. What's that? Talking about joy, but then I was his hustle, bro. Motherfucker never gave up. And what's up with that drive? Where'd you get it from? Boxing and shit or being a cop or what the fuck? No, I think being boxing. Yeah, because it's just that that every day I would wake up and go, okay, I got to do something else. I got to do something else. I got to do something else. And I still do it to this day, but I do it, I think, smarter and I do it, I do it less. Because before I was just throwing shit out everywhere. Just see whatever hits, you know, ever lands. But now you got to be more precise because there's so much shit out there. There's so many comics out there. 
or so so called comics out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not. It's not. The quality is completely different the way they used to be. Before you knew when somebody was good, they were good. Now people are headlining that I'm like, this guy's a, this guy. He he's got 15 minutes. What the fuck's he doing with the rest of the time? You know what I mean? It's just stretching. Yeah, and you're just like, well, you never know. <laughs> you know? Go long. It is what it is. Tell us about. I know we, we didn't really get into it, but uh, you said we talk about uh, I told Rodrigo that you made a self defense tape. <laughs> a self defense tape, dude. I actually did. You That's are a true no story. longer going to be at karate too, bro. <laughs> Shut up. No, 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 I didn't make a tape. I think, no, I think the what original I was, Joey Karate. I though. think I was going to do a class or something, but this was years ago. This was back when I lived in uh, lived near Paramount. Because I, what I did was I saw another video and I'm like, I can do better than that. Yes, that's what it was. And then typo, and, dog. Yeah, and I think I was I was gonna form a class, but I don't think that happened. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, a real long time ago. But uh, <laughs> I did everything. I don't give a shit. Enjoy <laughs> like, hey, when you were teaching that's that. Up, you were dude. teaching that um, comedy class. How many hardcore fools came in there, and, and you were like, "Come on, man." Well, okay, I I taught a I taught a couple classes, but it was like at the haha whatever comedy boot camp. Yeah, and it was, and I tried to really do it for free because I'm like I felt weird charging, but then there was Feels some, weird, huh? Yeah, so, it's like but free advice you could get from Larry Omaha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the thing what bothered me Steamy. was this is I would have the comics go up there and do like three minutes, and then I would critique them. And I'm dude, I'm not a dick. I'm not like like you know. Oh yeah, or like Willie, hey fool, you you should kill yourself. You know, I'm not like that. <laughs> Damn, like Willie's too honest. You know, I'm more like I, I I always say it the nice way. And then this one fucking guy, he was like, oh uh, yeah, you're just a bitter uh uh what not old because I was younger then, but it was like you you know you you're bitter uh, this and that. I'm like I fucking I forgot shit that you never even gonna learn, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you stupid fuck. Like that's when I'm like fuck you, and I walked out. I'm like I don't need to do this shit. What the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? So I think next time I ever, ever do anything like that again, I'm just gonna charge because then people are gonna be fucking they you know they, that value they, to it. They value to it, and they they, they want to be there. Not to step on you, but did anybody that you taught in that comedy class or critique? Do they are they still around? Um, anybody make Garcia. it? Not that I remember. <laughs> Not that I remember. I really don't remember. I don't okay. think so. Yeah, I don't yeah think we so. would have known. I tell you right now, man, I was, when I went to the, walked into the Greg Dean comedy class, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anybody in that class. <laughs> that was there only one day. But everybody that was there for the third class was walking around like they're like big time. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. There's levels, man. If you're unfunny or a little bit funny, you're going to get robbed by these comedy classes. Because, you know, break you down. There's a first one to teach you the basic comedy writing. That's all you need. Right. How to write jokes. Because if you can't, because you'll think about something funny and you know how to structure the joke. But then there's other place, another class that's there um, how to feature, how to headline, right, how right. to get booked, how to get in front of producers. One, two, three, four. That's $2,000 already. God yeah. damn. With that money, he's like, fuck, you could get a real job or do something real good with it. You know, it's like, it's, it's, the thing is, it's people, there's all, the, too many classes for too many things. For people who really want to be a comic, I believe take take a good class on on how to write, and then that's it. And then watch comedy. That's what you got to do. Watch comedy because you never know what your style is going to be until a few years into it. Really, you know what I mean? It's rare that somebody opens up the way they're going to be twenty years from now because you develop as a person. You develop. Right. You learn how as to as a comic. Yeah, as well. you learn how to deliver the lines. You learn how to be more comfortable on stage because every comic sounds like they're doing an act in the beginning. 
You know, especially, and, I, and I'm not saying this against female, but female comics, you can see it more. Like, they'll do that, hi, yeah, and they shake their head, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, nobody talks <laughs> like that. Why are you shaking your head like, yeah, okay. Sex talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I go, they, they always knew because they're not comfortable yet. They feel like they're doing a, a monologue instead of a conversation. You know what I mean? You always know, like, a young comic, when he opens up his relationship jokes, like, where's all the couples? <laughs> yeah, you know, where the black the people, where the this people, where the that people. You know, it's all cheerleaders. And black comics <laughs> will do that too. They'll go up on stage and they'll be like, yeah, they'll start posing, they'll laugh, they'll spin around in a circle. They do, for four minutes, they're doing all kinds of acrobats. And I'm like, well, dude, tell a joke, man. And they, and, and they never got a regular name, hardly. You know what I mean? It's not or like talent. John Smith. It's always, yeah, it's like Shucky Ducky or it's like, <laughs> you know, Ducky. Bl- Black That's Casper cool. or it's like weird names. Like, <laughs> Black Casper. Dude, these are like. Judy really? Brown. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Just, 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 just tell some fucking jokes, dude. <laughs> you know? Or they do, they do too much pandry with the DJ. Oh, hell yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. DJ. Hit it. Come like, on, DJ. Like, the DJ, play my jam. And they play, they start doing that thing. Remember, ladies? They turn that shit up, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they remember the DJ fucked up my intro. <laughs> no, motherfucker, you haven't seen a joke yet. And they'll play every, they're like, what are you fucking doing? An impersonation of Pandora, motherfucker? Just, <laughs> like, all they're doing is playing music and music. I've seen that too. And it's just like, it's horrible. Because they're doing, I think in my mind, they're doing, to me, they're, it's all an act. They're trying to put this act out there. I'm like, don't do an act. Be funny. Be funny in a natural way. And then and when you're natural like that, dude, it, you can get away with anything. You really can. You know what I mean? But it's just when you're doing some kind of fucking weird act. And then I feel bad. Like, I like to perform for everybody, right? But I, I'll feel bad when I go to, like, a regular room and there's mixed audience. And you see, like, a, a comic like that doing that kind of thing. Oh, I played this song. And you and I'm looking at the white people from out of town looking at each other like, what the fuck are we watching? We're all you blank, know? huh? Yeah, this is, this is BET. Like, what the fuck am I watching? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not that it's Welcome bad. Welcome to it's California. Just, <laughs> but it's, they're just one. They got one. They got one level, one one, one dimension, thing, one dimension, it. and that's it. And you can't do that when you're a comic. You just can't. You know what I mean? Do you think well, it's got to be a dimension that everyone could enjoy? And do you think that's for lack of having jokes, so they move around, dance around? A oh lot? yeah, it's all just like fucking smoking mirrors. You know what I mean? I know, man. You can't show up to a regular show, man, with a, a different type of comedian and be dressed like Steve Harvey to do ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's always tripped me out. I'm always full. Of, I can't be dressing up and shit. What are you bomb, dog? I'm just part of people who dress up hardcore, bro. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's always said you, you gotta respect the stage. <laughs> Wait, have you, it, we're tortillas, dog. <laughs> you know, what respects the stage more is fucking material, good material. That's what respects point, the stage. Eh? It's not a fucking beauty contest. You know what I mean? It's a, I don't. Know. But it's it's out there. What trips me out, man? Like the people who are like it's different. Like you know, we're we're stand up comedians. You know, we perform on stage. You know, people pay t- money for drinks to watch us make tell people jokes. But then there's people on Instagram who have like a million followers, bro, just doing like one minute of silly stuff, yeah. right? And they, they, it always starts off like this. Meanwhile, <laughs> me me at the club, right? But as a, and then me at the club, and then they're dancing, and then me an hour later, and they're like a different, same girl, different pose, throwing up somewhere. Messed up. Two hundred thousand likes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're watching a video or her tits. I don't. That, get it. I think it's a combination of both, or probably it. just a tits. I don't get it, right? And there's a lot of young people watching it, and they're um, she, this person made a. I'm, I'm gonna be in Phoenix for a meet and greet, and everybody, where are you gonna go to North Carolina? Where are you gonna go yeah. here? And I'm like, I feel like I don't. I feel like answering. 
She's never going there. <laughs> she is never going there. Then a lot of people don't know who she is. What the fuck you do? <laughs> For real, though. Goes, I don't want to hate, but this girl's going to sing? And she's going to do poetry? What the fuck is she going to do at that meeting greet? You juggle? That was me. I wrote that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like if you if I if you could be funny like on Instagram and get a million of likes, you know. But but it's tough to transcend that into a thirty minute show. A full but on they ad. don't. I just did a show in um in Houston, and I did it at this uh, place called Fitzsimmons. I think it is. Or Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald. Bar. Yeah, yeah, they do well, have bands there and stuff. Yeah, bands. It's it's a big club for two for stories. All, yeah, two stories. So I was there and it we we did well. It was a sold out show. It's, it's not that big, but it's a nice little venue. And the guy bartender was telling me that earlier that day during the day it was sold out from a YouTube girl. She said he said the tickets were a hundred bucks. She went up there for about twenty fifteen to twenty minutes and just read comments from her YouTube page, and that's all she did. And and. People were paying. It was packed. She had big red lipstick. I don't know. I don't know who it was. Amanda, Amanda Knox. I don't remember who it was. But he told Miranda. me, and I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" He goes, "Yeah." And she sold tons of merch, and she didn't do anything but just read comments from her YouTube page. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy, bro. Right? A whole different level. That's a whole different. That's like that guy. Um, we had a guy when we when we were at um, Fort Lauderdale. There was a guy who came in on Sunday and did an eleven o'clock show. Sold out a hundred dollars a ticket. Uh huh. And um, there was a meeting greet. He only did twenty minutes. The meeting greet lasted longer than the show. Holy fuck! And man. The, all the little white girls knew who he was. Uh-huh. A guy named Twain's, who was Middle Eastern, uh-huh. and he has like he dresses up with a unicorn, a unicorn, and he has a little ho- a wooden horse, and he just does goofy stuff, and the little girls go crazy. Fuck! I'm I'm gonna hate on him. I'm gonna call Homeland Security on his ass. <laughs> and, and he sold like around seventy five hundred dollars in merch. God. All the shirts cost thirty five bucks, and hell yeah! And I, you, I was talking to one of the waitstaff there. Yeah, man, the dads of these little girls were like with their head down, like they they don't know, understand what yeah. they're paying for. Right? Yeah, no shit. They're getting robbed, basically. You know? Yeah, that's of course they are. KC too. There was another one of those dudes in the day had those little sold out shows. They can't sell drinks. All they do is sell food right, right. and sodas. But, dude, we deliver talent, and it's just not talent. It's just not like a trick we learned yesterday. It's something we've been developing for years and years and years, and we, we, you know, most of the time we land it, you know? But these little fuckers, I mean, God bless them. I wish I could do that shit too, you know what I mean? But but I don't know. I just don't get it either. I don't get it either. Do you think, they were, go ahead. Do you think it's going with technology, the way that everything's fast, short yeah, attention spans, like so. that's it, you can give to them real fast and that's it? Nothing more. There's more um, kids watching it. You know, a lot of kids, like Isaac, who's um, 12, they don't know stand up. No, no, that's, no, that's a they great They don't know stand up, but they know this. They know this person is really, really funny. All tablet oriented, but funny in a short oriented. way. And sometimes they're even not. I, there was this girl I was following. I only followed her because she was hot as fuck. And, <laughs> Keep it in real. But she's got a gazillion, you know, Celie something. In, yes, yes. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. Here she she doesn't right do nothing. This she don't do she, nothing. She just puts on red lipstick. Yeah, she, yeah. She doesn't do anything. Yes, yeah, Celie Rose. And I, I was following, and I'm like, this girl is hot, but she's. But I'm like, she really doesn't do it. She's not mean. She's not a jerk on there. But you could tell she's a little cocky. Like, yeah, that's me. Like, she'll do any. I'm buying. Okay, guys, I'm going to do a video tomorrow of me buying coffee. Make yeah. sure you watch. Want to like, be in my movie, Mija? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no, she don't need that shit. She's already, she's probably making millions of dollars doing nothing. Why, why did she got to work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, she, she, she started off twerking. Oh, God. Hey, guys, she'll do, she'll do a video like, um, because me, me, Baking, 
me cooking, and she dresses up with the old, um, I guess like a 1950s sexy um, pinup uh, girl uh, style up, thing. Uh, you know, one of those stepper stepper wives. Oh yeah, those those, uh, those things that squeeze yeah. your stomach in. Or yeah, stepper yeah, wife apron. You know, to cook with her nice little hair, and then she goes like um, me cooking, right? And then it's all live with little. La, la, but in reality, then she puts on her pajamas and fucked up hair, and she starts dancing all crazy. Five hundred thousand likes. God I don't damn. fucking like. How does she do it? Like I what? Like I'll hire a hot bitch just to do that and get <laughs> you know what I mean and pay her. I think the, the thing is you have to be hot. Yeah, you of have course. to be hot. You can't Attractive, be an ugly dude. ass chick because I've seen <laughs> some comics try yeah. to do that. It don't work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's true being hot, but the, the thing is, her but the thing is this: it's not they're not even doing anything extra hot. But then I watch, <coughs> I've seen other girls, I've seen other girls, though, on there that are hot-ish, but they don't have that many followers either, you know? Like, and I've seen porn girls that, that, that kind of show a little bit of something more, but, you know, not all, everything. And I'm like, that's sexier than some fucking chick buying coffee, you know what I mean? But why does she only have 4,000 likes? And for I'll die right now for four. I'll take the four thousand likes. But you know, I'll um. And this other bitch gets four hundred thousand likes because she bought coffee. Like I don't get it. Ah, good. I like that's probably right. And also, yeah. um, that um, one of the one of the things is um, what is it um? Go on. No, I just think I, you know it's like. And I sometimes I try to do that. I came up with a character, uh, you know, Grandpa Fred. Yes, Grandpa Fred, and I love him. And that, that's that's like a twelve hundred dollar mask, dude. But it's funny. It's, <laughs> you got robbed, dog. No, no, it's dope. we had it's dirty no, grandma it, here last week. Oh, we brought you, you hook up, up with Hala Bell, bro. Oh, yeah. she's dirty grandma. Oh, she does a th- character. Yeah, no, but she calls herself dirty grandma. Oh, okay, okay. But you got your hook up, bro. Yeah, But it was very difficult for me to do. Uh, Grandpa Fred, because it's not me at all. It's a complete different act. Yeah, it's a character, and, it's, and, and I feel awkward doing it. You know what I mean? Do now you, I know what 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 joke they feel like when they do other people's jokes. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it feels awkward, but it's like it. But but it's it looks so real and it and it's so authentic looking. I know I can do something with it. I just I'm not sure what yet. What? How'd you come up with that? I just bought it. I bought the. I, so I, it's, it. a, it's a fifteen hundred dollar mask or twelve hundred dollar mask, but I bought it for five hundred on eBay. Oh, okay. And then I bought the six hundred dollar gloves, and then um, oh man has yeah them. yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do something with this. And I, and I just one day decided to do it in uh, the Dirty at Twelve Thirty show in yeah. Vegas. And yeah, and it killed, dude. I got two standing ovations, man, because they really thought it was a ninety year old man. Damn. Yeah, and and I go up there as a veteran, a World War Two veteran. <laughs> That's where it's at, though. If they don't know, you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that makes sense, dude. But you I can't do page, that forever. Brother. One time I actually opened for myself <laughs> at a show. I did Grandpa Fred. Then there was a middle act, and then I came back and I did uh, I did me as me. So that was cool. Like this right here is this white kid who put a big ass snail on his, his face. face. It's a escargot, I guess, right? Right. One point six million views, three thousand. 3,008 comments. I'll give that shit a like. That's God no, but I, I would like it too. It's kind of cool. But it's no talent. But they're doing a meet and greet too. Dude, that's ridiculous. Now he's messing man. with that big old albino alligator? Yeah. God damn. Meanwhile, Alpha Robles is trying to get people to go to his show <laughs> <laughs> in Irvine, January 29th. He's got to do a trick. He's gotta, he's January 29th. He needs a snail. You got to get a snail, man. <laughs> He was standing next to Fluffy. They didn't get two likes, bro. <laughs> anyway, oh Alfred God, Robles, January 29th. Go check him out. Go check him out. Got a plug. Go check eh? him out, eh? <laughs> but yeah, man. See, that's a little plug. It helped Alfred, right? Right, right. But like 
like if like if that chick would have put Alfred in the video, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't get two million, maybe a no. hundred thousand. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's do a lot. I think it's curiosity. What's she going to do next, dog? You know what I mean? And, and you're seeing the porn stars only get 4,000 likes. But the thing is, the porn stars on the internet already have like a 1,000 hours of footage. Yeah, you know, yeah, I've already yeah. seen that. Right, you've right. never seen what that girl looks like naked yet. Yeah, and you kind of wonder. Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> she's all covering her head. But you know what I'm saying? It's like right, maybe right. the little element of surprise. But I mean, I mean, I ain't into it. But you know what I mean? Dude, but I don't I, – I'm like how – like what like do they feel bad inside like do they ever turn off their phone and go god damn why do people like me like i'm not doing anything <laughs> you know what i mean like for some I, reason i, I don't think they I'm do i'm living dude. in my mom's house <laughs> yeah they are they're still living in the mom's house but and i think it's too also the presentation is nice and clean opposed to when you do see a chick that's living at the mom's house with a del taco cup a bong <laughs> and then you know dirty socks and go, Ugh, 30 like Marcio Rizzo does a video every day <laughs> Yeah, but he's getting a lot of followers too. You know what I mean? He's more, he's more, he's famous on Instagram, but not famous doing stand up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, that's why I'm doing all the stuff I'm doing. I'm trying to do movies and this and that because I'm like, I got to get more popular somehow. You well, know what I mean? Got to do something, bro. And do you think that that's the new way of doing stuff is feeding into entertainment, into co- comedians now? They're cutting their stuff up all nice and short just to put it out there because more people get it that way? But- yeah, and also long. Like, for instance, it's, it's just, and this is the same, uh, Today as it was years ago is is if you're popular, really popular in one in you know in one type of media, you'll be hopefully popular in, in another type of media. You know what I mean? So if you're doing, but nowadays, if, back in the day, if you were in a in a hot movie, you you should be awesome. Now being in a hot movie is nothing. You got to be right. on a on a, a hit show, not including all the media. Like if you're doing on something ma- major in media, if you, it's actually better to be on a a, a video on YouTube who's got millions and millions of likes. Than to be in a television show in a movie, right? Because they're gonna pick you out of yeah, there and to put and them that's on the movie to promote their shit. And more people shit. watch it. And more people watch right. it. And then a lot of the stuff that these people on Instagram put up is not original. Oh no! Oh, all of this is shit oh, you've already heard of, them, dude. No, none of it. Like right here, watch. Here, here's the video. Here's the video right here. Watch. Yeah, that's a girl. Where's a paintball gun at? <laughs> 342,000 views. Look, she has her hand tattooed, though, too, though. All, like, the trendy stuff that's going on. And you know what I think a lot of these people do? Because I've seen it. Is you can tell these people who, who don't have talent, they'll watch comedians do a bit. And they'll they'll do that bit, but in their own words. Exactly, and which leads me to the point. Now it seems like it's almost okay to steal on the internet with this new generation coming up because they'll do shit without. Because to them, it's not stealing; it's just borrowing. It's just like yeah, they don't know copying something on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm not stealing if I'm not physically taking your wallet. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Oh, it's your joke. Like I, I think my, you know, my joke about the, coming out like a life raft. Yeah, yeah. Somebody made a meme with the actual one of those inflatable beds. He goes, when you put on your pants. And, and when you unbutton your pants, and it was actually an inflatable bed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, see, that's what they do. People stealing shit. So when I do my next special, I'm going to do every good joke into a meme. <laughs> that's a good idea, though, dude. You should, dude. My next one-hour special will be um, 100 specials because I'm going to do one minute. <laughs> dude, I mean, to, that's the only way to salvage your shit so it doesn't get super jacked, dude. It's true, man. You just got to put out your there, shit dude. out there. But it then I've seen, it, I've, I've seen people do my shit. All, all over the place, and I'll if I know them or I'll hit them up. I'll go so you know that's my Excuse shit. Excuse me, bro. <laughs> Neto, Neto, Feto. Yeah, and other people, but it's like, <laughs> but it, yeah. you hit them up and you confront them. Yeah, but and, but but you know it. 
some, but I'm really honest. I got to look at myself. And go, okay, is it is it close to a joke that they could have come up with themselves? And if it is, I just let them know that I have that joke as well. But I, I'm not going to mention the name. But there was a comic who did one of my bits on George Lopez show, and it was it, it was a joke that I could see maybe somebody else coming with, but it was word for word exactly the same. And then the you. thing was. He was there when I did that joke once at the Laugh Factory. So well, that's... I, so the thing is this. If I, if I see you at the Laugh Factory and I have a bit like that, as soon as you get off stage, I'm going to go, hey, dude, you know that bit you have is a great funny. I have something really similar. This is the way it goes. Just so you know, I because you saw Damn. me there that night. Right. Damn, you know homie, I mean? you didn't let me feel good about my stand first. <laughs> <laughs> let, let it soak in, dog. You didn't let me get, uh, let me enjoy the moment, dog. <laughs> oh, dude. No, but you know, no, but because you, gotta way you know, okay, because if I leave and you, I don't say nothing, then you're gonna, then you see me do it. You know, hey, Joey, man, you were there at Laugh Factory when I did that bit. How come you didn't, you know, say anything? Right, right. So now you got one just like it. Does that happen yeah. a lot when you were living with comics? Yeah, not like not you, so you, much. Were you afraid to say something funny? Because man, this motherfucker will make it to a bit. <laughs> no, because I think when when you when you're hanging out with comics, whoever comes up, whoever starts saying that funny thing, whatever it is, first, that it's theirs, and then all the other comics start tagging it. You know what I mean? And giving you, I mean, I've only bought one joke my whole life, and that was from Felipe. Yeah, man. The, <laughs> cra- was, the, the crayon, crayon joke. joke. Yeah, that's the only joke I've ever bought my whole <laughs> fucking life. Black, and it was because I think I had other stuff like it, so I'm like, oh, that's perfect. But um, yeah, that was that was the only joke I ever bought. But it was great. It was it was a great bit. You know what I mean? So it, it worked. And 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 you know how it is. I've written jokes for other people that I'm like, it's not my style. It's not my thing. But it's perfect for them. You know what I mean? Or I'll have a joke that I wrote a while ago, but I've never really used it because it doesn't fit in anything I have. But I'll see somebody with something all of a sudden do something similar, and I go, Hey, dude, there was this joke I wrote a long time ago. Why don't you add it? It's good. And if you do it, keep it. If not, let me know, and I'll just. Keep it back. Or Dude, whatever. thinking of jokes, <laughs> when I was leaving Louis the Thirteen yesterday, uh-huh. when I was going into Louis the Thirteen, this um, black fool I always see go there, right? He goes to the dispensary, and he walked. He must have heard the podcast. He walked away doing your bit. Which bit? The scrotum joke. Which one? I talk about. We were talking about on the podcast that one time you had that bit about you bought these. These boots made of leather scrotum. Oh yeah, that's and a, then when, we talked about it in the last yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah. The that one. guy goes, he he tells me he messed up the joke. Well, hey, when they get wet, they get hard. <laughs> you said <laughs> you said he had boots made of bull scrotum. Yeah, I forgot what that was. I forgot. Yeah, the bit, I had I boots that made of bull scrotum. We go, man. When they get hold, the shoe boots get tight. Oh yeah, that's what <laughs> I know. You know, good ball joke. What do you got to do? <laughs> Let's talk. Let's sorry. Let's we got now. We got to talk about. We got to talk about me. We got to talk about our El Matador. Uh, the oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Twenty the, years. The release, bro. Yes. Sorry, yes, Gabriel Iglesias, Emilio Rivera, Paul Rodriguez, Ali Ramundo, Brad Williams. Yep. And uh, Felipe Spar. Brad Williams. Uh, yeah, he was in there. You'll see him a little. Sh- it's a, not a little. He's in there for like two seconds. But hey, he's well, in was there. that guy that was in the movie? In the in the movie, the old man was that um the the same dad from the Joe Lopez show? No. No. But he is Cuban, huh? No, he's Puerto Rican. And he was he's in, a long actor, huh? Yeah, he's been doing that. Fool, I think I've seen that forever. in an episode of Beretta. Oh, he probably. Damn. Yeah, he's been doing it forever. He was, he was a parrot. He was in, he was in uh, True Blood. He was the main. Remember when they go oh, back in awesome, time dude. and they show the old vampires? He was the, the lead vampire guy in True Blood. But uh, he's a great guy, man. And he just did me the favor and stuff. So anyway, when I did El Matador... And you remember it, it was it was all star cast, dog. dude. It was an all star cast. That's fucking but, awesome. You couldn't get that shit together today. Oh no, not at all. But uh, busy and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't get it together there, you know, because it was just really hard. We we did it with no money. We did it on film, not even video, and uh, it was hard to get everybody. And it was film, and yeah, it was really my film school. Like I look at it now, and like I don't show nobody that now because I'm like, oh man, it's embarrassing. I'm so much. I'm a better filmmaker now. 
But it, but I watched it again the other day, and I'm it's like, you know what? Bad. It's funny. It's good, it's, bro. It's, it's, it's funny it's, as parts. You know it's what? Funny it, bro? In a, it's funny in a, in a bad way. It's your Hollywood <laughs> shuffle movie, bro. That's right. It's my Hollywood <laughs> shuffle. I don't give a fuck. You know, you were doing things, bro, that nobody had the balls to do. Everybody wanted things to be done for them. Yeah. Like Willie Barsena, he was waiting for a movie deal. You know, Gabriel waiting, but he did get it. A matador. Hey. You know, <laughs> I, even me, bro. I was, I was in the mentality of. Um, they're supposed to give you a special, you know. They're supposed to give you this, You're but now Joy Medina will happen. Joy, I mean, Joy Medina will be driving by Clinton, you know, going to his pad <laughs> yeah, yeah. and watching those all those clubs right there by the fucking um, the nightclubs, the nightclub by Paramount. And Joy Medina was like, "Man, one thing I'm gonna be studying in line right there, <laughs> <laughs> VIP dog, That's VIP. right, the VIP line." Because when I first met Felipe, he would see he was excited about what. Of your movie going like, cause you were hitting them up, going, yeah, man. Well, yes. Today I wrote a page in a page in movie Dude, talk. Yeah, that's a minute. Like that's a minute of dialogue, Felipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started off with a little bit of paper like this, and he would write the dialogue. That's cool, and he'll, man. He'll, he'll like bugger. He brought ten more pages. Now <laughs> <laughs> he was walking up to us like, um, like crazy guys, bro, from Orange and New Black. <laughs> she was writing that script. You got any more of that? You got any more of that matador? <laughs> but you, know, you know why I would do that? Uh, to be honest, to motivate myself. Because if I didn't tell nobody, I never. then there was no You're pressure quit, on me. Huh? Yeah, there was no pressure on me to finish. If I told somebody I'm going to do this, and and so now I told myself, fuck, I'm, I'm, I got to do it because I just told somebody I'm going to do it. That embarrassment to fail, yeah. that fear. So I so I always push myself for that. And and I always do my. I always have a certain goal no matter what I did. I did that horror movie, that missing one. And I remember telling, um, I remember telling somebody, I'm going to win an award. I don't know what, but I'm going to win an award with this. And I did. I won five awards when it was done. I didn't know what it was. And I won Best Director. That was, that was the one I cared Best about. I didn't, I, I, didn't give a, <laughs> I didn't give a shit about the other stuff. But, you know, I did with stuff. And then, you know, then uh, I shot my sitcom pilot. And, and, and I told people it's going to get picked up. It's going to work. And it's going to look good enough to be on television at now. Not like a sizzle reel. Not like a practice. It's going to look fucking perfect. And, and it really, really does, man. I mean, it, now it's even tighter than ever because I work I, – because I had no money. So I have, all I have to do is work on it more and more and editing more and more. And I get different people to look at it and, and I get it tighter and tighter. And it looks like a real fucking show, man. That's one thing, you know, to not to just stop talking about his Muel Matador. Not, not to hate on that little girl, uh, that girl that right. Salise. But all her videos, you know, you got to give her this. All her videos, the quality is perfect. There's not a bad video that she put up. Sound. You know, Rizzo, please. <laughs> but now <laughs> your shit. You know, what is? you know why, Felipe? The the reason is nowadays with iPhones and you can't take a bad video. It's there. A little bit of lighting. It's it's they're fucking great. <laughs> show me an example. No, but of she's using video. little techniques, probably like from lighting to sound yeah, yeah. and everything and that makes it look all scary. There's better. a crew there. Oh well, yeah, because she could afford it now. Yeah, you know, and I see that all the time. I see people on Craigslist. Hey, I'm look. We we we're we're a YouTube page. We need a writer. We need a director, camera person. Like, what they need more is more talent. That's what the fuck they need. You know what I mean? <laughs> need a but grip. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's really hard, honestly, now to be bad. You wrote your movie. Tell everybody here that you wrote your movie on an old school word processor. Yeah, I did. I did. I wrote this instruments. <laughs> That's <laughs> true, dude. If you want to see one now, you, you got to go to a museum to see one. He would have to. He, he couldn't even take it to a Starbucks, bro. That shit came with a big ass plug. <laughs> the yeah. three, the three, it was the three, yeah, the three plug. I remember it was it was yeah it was it was white. And it, it had maybe it was a brother, huh? Commodore yeah, so. It was a brother, and it was brother. And it, Damn! And if I wanted to erase Digital something, the front. If, if I wanted to erase something, I had to use whiteout. Like I have to go and whiteout and then roll it back to the perfect line and then type over it. Like that's the way it was. It was like a typewriter. It's weird, except it was more digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little yeah. digital screen that you yes. saw everything you wrote and then you decide to print it, huh? 
Yeah, and then you print it. But there was no saving screen. though, right? No, no, no. Oh my god! No, you yeah, just right there. It, it process it into it, print, and it printed whatever it print whatever you, it would see in that little screen. Wow, yeah. that's hardcore. Yeah, yeah, the next step up from the typewriter, dog. How yeah. did you um meet up with the guy that lived in Santa Monica or Torrance? The one I sold because he. When I was working in a movie, like your producer, the guy was putting up the money. And- For El Matador? Yeah. Jason. Jason Robacher. How'd yeah, you meet him? Well, Jason I knew from stand-up. He was doing open mic before I even started doing stand-up. And he was – there was two open micers that were my friends, him and a guy named uh, Kelly Parks who lives in San Diego now. But everybody else People were hating. you never introduced us to. <laughs> Well, the thing was, everybody else was a hater. You know when you go, oh yeah, in, in the little in the little open mic group, even the people like, no. around you, bro. Oh, yeah, fuck that's yeah. haters. Wait till you go on stage, you'll hear no ass. Right here is fucking. Uh, like I would have, I would, I would, I would have <laughs> like my Citizen pad. Kane, dog. I would have my pad and pa- and paper, and I'd be like, hey guys, hey, how about how you check out this new joke? And they go, uh, that's a dick joke. Whatever, you're never gonna get anywhere with that. Yeah, right. You gotta start writing cleaner, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I know. I gave that advice to a lot of people. <laughs> Damn it, I should have kept it. But uh, no, yeah. But so Jason helped me out. Jason financed El Matador. You know, he financed El Matador with his credit cards. He, he was like, hey, let's do it. Let's make a movie. And then we just made it. We both learned so much on it, man. So I'm kind of glad it's it's out now. It's kind of like my my thing. And all you got, you can go to screeningnow.com and you can you can uh, stream it. Two ninety nine. Fuck yeah. Screeningnow.com. Screeningnow.com. The girl was with at the time, she had broken up with her boyfriend and she had like three bo- three trash bags full of spawn toys. Spawn. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Spawn. Spawn was yeah. hot, yeah. dog, yeah. right? McFarlane toys. <clears throat> and she just put them in my house. And I remember um, I talked to Jason. I said, bro, do you like comic books? Do you run to dolls? Because I got three bags full, <clears throat> three trash bags full of Spawn toys. Uh-huh. Just give me whatever you want from. Wrote a check right there for $350. Damn, you know what sucks 100%. That's why we didn't shoot the last scene, bro. We needed the money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we were there at the house. That was the scene where Marilyn Martinez was in the, in the oh, bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, in her house. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marilyn, God bless her. She's in the movie. Uh, everybody's, everybody that we know is in this movie. And people, Even Pops. Yeah, Pops was in it. And uh, the one person we don't speak of anymore, he was in it. Starts <laughs> with the letter E and it ends with not funny. We don't say bad words here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, uh, what is the movie about? You know, the, the movie is about... El Matador is about this kid who comes from a long line of Matador families, right? Olé! In his family, there's an heirloom of a pair of bronze bull balls. Fucking heirloom, Rasa. So uh, at one point, uh, the, the, the bad guy in the, in the movie called El Joto, and he has a little midget, looks just like him, called Me, uh, me Too, instead of Mini Me. <laughs> they steal the, the balls. So this guy be- wants to become a Matador to get the balls back. And that's kind of what the movie is about. It's just a stupid idea. And I got the idea for the movie from that song, El Matador. I just wanted to write something called El Matador because I love that. I go, I'm going to do a superhero Fool. who's a matador. There's this funny-ass scene in the movie that was like a little um, take. Uh, he borrowed from Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, I do. I, where I, fucking I definitely... Christopher Walken comes in oh, yeah. and gives Bruce Willis a watch. As a little but kid. But this fool shows up. Like, <laughs> like, like Christopher Walken gives the fool those solid balls. <laughs> It is your birthright. No, no, no. It's a, it's a cuckoo clock. Remember? Cuckoo clock. Cuckoo clock. Every element of comedy fucking yeah. got stepped So basically, yeah, I shot the scene. Oh, my God, the cuckoo clock. I shot the scene. It came with the bird, dog. Birthright. Cuckoo. 
That's what it is. I shot that scene exactly like they shot the scene in Pulp Fiction. And the guy's giving the the kid uh, the cuckoo clock. And he goes, your father, when he crossed the border. He shoved up his ass. He knew those border patrolmen were going to take those. So he he goes, he shoved it up. He put it somewhere where he knew they wouldn't find it, up his ass. And every hour on the hour, a cuckoo would shoot out of your father's ass and go, cuckoo, cuckoo. (laughs) goes, Everybody crossing the border with him knew what time it was. It was always national lampoons. It was always about. half past your father's <laughs> ass. <laughs> that was that's that scene. There's another scene where everyone's eating. Um, Gabriel Iglesias, Dean Austin, I think, or maybe another black guy who I think is Dean Austin, and they're all sitting down <laughs> with Reservoir Dog men in black suits, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're all talking. They're all talking, and nobody stops by. And hey, bro, his only line. Reservoir Dog, hey. Reservoir Dog. Then, yeah, so then the, the next scene they're walking down in the alley, just like in the movie Reservoir Dogs. Because that was, you know, as a filmmaker, like you just, especially a movie like that, I wanted it to be spoofy. Like the, yeah, spoofy and Rodriguez, movies that I admired. Joe Medina borrowed more than that show Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but it was straight out. And I even did a commercial. Do you remember? No. There's a scene. There's I, at the time I had a my own my first cross my, promotion. Yes, my first my first uh, comedy CD, which was Below the Belt. Oh my! Recorded God. live at the Fourth and B. Yes, right. They, that's right. So then, a little person punching in the balls. Yes, yes. So then in the in the Cassettes, in baby. the movie, what the girl, the lead girl, comes out and she has flowers to give to the kid's mom, and he goes, "Hey, are those flowers for me? No, no, these are for your mom." She goes, "But I have something else for you." And then they both turn to the camera. She goes, "It's the Joey Medina comedy CD," and they do this whole <laughs> looking product yes! placement over here, dog. <laughs> I pulled, I pulled, I pulled no punches, man. I could do whatever I wanted on this film, but it was fun. It really was fun, but it was hard because nobody got paid. Nobody got paid on this movie. I know because Joy Medina, like it's not. It was one thing about working with no money, and somebody said, "I gotta go." You really can't beg. Yeah, you can't beg him. Come on, man. I'll give you more free. And you know what was hard was was Gabriel was was working a lot. He was getting booked a lot, so it was that schedule was hard. Then the little midget, he was uh, Marty, Marty Clever. He was he's he's still in a lot of films. Always working, always working, and he was one of the main guys. And I'm, and so I was always, you know, tell, shooting around it, and it was very difficult. Tell everybody what that actor drove. Marty Clever, he drove yeah. a, a big truck, right? Wasn't it that big ass truck? A four by four. Yeah, a four the little, by the little, the little sad, yeah. yeah, he drove a big four by four on t- on big old tires, right? And then every time he would leave, everybody would stay quiet, just watch him, see how he gets in. Yeah, <laughs> how do you get in, dog? That fool throw a hook, bro. <laughs> 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 He's that, like Batman, right? <laughs> no, but he take, take on a step stool from the bottom of the truck. But the cool thing it. about him, he, he was proportioned perfect. Like he he wasn't he was like buff. he wasn't like Brad Williams kind of midgety. He was more like you know full. Yeah, he was buff and he, he was proportioned. No really big well. head. No, he never big head or big butt. He was just muscular. He was on Howard Stern show too. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. He's he cool, right? He's cool, really cool. cool. I haven't seen him in a, bit, in a while, but coolest dude, man. I love Marty. Really, everybody in that film honestly was was great, except that one person that we don't speak of. But everybody <laughs> was on that f- film, and, and everybody loaned their time and their energy to it, man. And it was That's fun. Beauty, it was man. it was, it was a it. fun project to do. You know, the only thing I regret is regret missing the after the last scene. I heard it was a lot of fun. When you had the big oh, old yeah, party, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to you town. There. Everybody dressed in drag for that. Even yeah. Gabriel. So Emilio Rivera is in drag, you know, from Sunset Man Argy. He's in drag. I don't wear dresses, Holmes. Yeah, that, well, he's pretty much. But it was hilarious. So we, you know, and it was, it was, I learned more about filmmaking, making that movie than I learned about anything else. I, lessons to this day still, I still do because it's shit I learned shooting that film. To me, that was $15,000 of, of, of film school. You know what I mean? 
That's Why it took so long for the movie to come out now? No, no, it came out. It came out right away. It was um, on Netflix for about a while. Yeah, no, it's still in Netflix. You can get it on, on DVD on Netflix, but don't go to Netflix. I don't get paid for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I sold it to, what happened was um, I sold it to a company called Maverick Films, and um, we just broke that's even. Danny? Um, no, no, Danny's, that's not Danny's. This is a company out of Florida. And they, they basically broke even. We broke even. So that was good. And then... Um, I just wanted it out there. And it was so I sold I did a contract with them for over 10 years. You but, lost on the sellout, on the selling of it, right? Yeah, I didn't I didn't make money at all. I didn't make money at all. I remember you telling me, you know, Felipe just wanted out there. Yeah, yeah. I just everyone's already paid, you know. Yeah, and and, and that was it. You know, I worried about Jason cuz he's the one that financed everything that was pretty like, much. That was like your resume. Yeah, yeah. And so now there's a new company that came out called Screening Now that's if if you're a filmmaker Listen, and, people, and, and you want, and you want, and you ha- you have no way to get your stuff out there. You know what I mean? This check these cats out. They're like the poor man's Netflix. So I I met them for for another project that I shot, and I said, hey, listen, man, I got the rights to this movie I shot, you know, a whole bunch of years ago, and you've got you know all these cats in it that are doing great now, and and he watched it, and I go, and I was making apologies. I'm like, dude, it's not as good as I, you know, my shit now. But he saw it. He goes, dude, it's funny. I like it. He goes, you know, yeah, let's do it. So we made a deal, you know, um, uh, they didn't give me any money for it. It's a 50-50 split. So the, the, it's a two two ninety five or two ninety nine to rent, not to rent, but to stream. And uh, after credit card charges, I get half of that. So hopefully now I can make some money. But still in yet, like even Jason, I told him, I, I had a meeting with Jason the other night. I, go, I told him I'm, I'm doing this. And I go, dude, you were there from the beginning. So whatever I make, you get half of that. And he's like, man, you didn't even have to tell me about that. I'm like, I know, but I'm not a dick, so that's why, because <laughs> I'm honest, you know. So, so, and, and my thing is this: I just want to see it out there, you know. I don't even, if it makes money, it doesn't it? Probably won't, but I just want people to see it and just have fun with it because there's all these cats that people recognize now from television and from films and everything. Fuck yeah, dude! That they can watch in a in a in a in a 16 millimeter movie that was shot with no fucking money with bad lighting and it's hilarious. It's bad, you know. When you watch something funny but it's bad, it's kind of like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of the scenes, man, you're standing right there, but the shadow is the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, the old Dolomite movies. Like, like yeah. you're being chased by a crew. <laughs> you see the microphone all dipping into the scene. I've oh, seen yeah, movies where the micro they forgot to take the microphone out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those old Dolomite movies. I've seen real television shows. candles. <laughs> I saw the wedding scene. One of my favorite sh- sitcoms ever is uh, Arrested Development. There was a scene one day where I see the fucking other cameraman standing there on the side. I see him. Like, I'm like, holy shit, how do you fuck, how you mess that up? You think they did it on purpose? I think no, also. Because no, you could tell, you know, but no. Speaking of seeing the cameraman, I think you see the cameraman in the movie Rocky 2. Really? Rocky 2. Oh, right. They're fighting in a screen. There's a guy, you can see the camera. The, the guy was running with a camera. The first time somebody was moving with a camera. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ro- Ro- the original Rocky was the first time they used a steady cam. Yeah. When, when he ran up the stairs, it's really? the first time in history steady cam was used. Yeah, the guy was running with a camera. Dun, dun, dun. Before it was, wow. So before film was standing still. Yeah. Or you would need tracks. tracks. To move a camera, you would need a track. And now it's different. Like on my sitcom, I have this thing called a Ronin that I use. That Ronin. Looks, it's uh, it's like a handle thing, but it has a a, a gyro, like a, like a gyroscope thing that you put the camera on. So no matter no matter where you put move how to move the handles, the camera always stays Smooth. steady. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of like a steady cam, same principle. So we use that on 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 this show. But you know, and then 
Every trick I learn, dude, on shooting something, I learn it and I use it the next time. I use it the next time, and it becomes easier and easier. And I'm I'm doing really well shooting with no money, man, because I'm learning how to do it. But I own all my equipment, my cameras, my lighting, my sound. I own everything. You're your own production. Yeah, I own my own grip shit. I own I own all of it, so I don't have to spend money renting something. You know what how I mean? much you spend on location spots for your movie? Well, on, for El Matador, yeah. No matter, I really spend anything. <laughs> it was just I, I did favors, like you know the the, the restaurant, uh, Noe no, Gonzalez, Noe Gonzalez, Noe. What's up, eh? You want to be in a movie? <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to use your fucking restaurant tomorrow at 10. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was cool, it. Bro. Basically, if you want to be in the movie, then you had to contribute somehow. You know what I mean? And we look contribute his car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, that scene, bomb. Then remember the helicopter was there that whole fucking time because they were looking for somebody and we thought it was us. Oh, so you snatched it from that? Uh, No, what? The, the, the helicopter scene? No, no, no. It's we, we shot. When we were shooting that scene out in the street. We're in a valley in Burbank. Yeah, there was a, there was a hel- police helicopter. And we thought they were trying to look for us. So we were like, fuck, we got to keep shooting. And then what they were doing, they were looking for somebody. I guess somebody broke somebody's house. But the thing was, I had to do that. That sound fucked me up because the whole scene is a fucking helicopter <laughs> flying around. So we had to figure out how to, how to clean the sound up. It was, such, it was so fucking difficult. Like it took me longer to edit that movie than it did to shoot the movie. Like it, it was mu- like it, no, it was probably about a year maybe editing that movie. And you did it on film, so you guys were cutting and splicing. No, we we did it on uh, we transferred the film over to video, and this was the old Avid machine, so it was still an old wow. process. Yeah, Damn. it was an old process. And these yeah, two, these two the gay Avid? guys shot. Avid is just another <laughs> editing system, you know. That's the was, one where you see the film on it, and then you cut. No, no, because we we did we transferred the film, so oh. you take film. And you put it into video formats, but the tapes are like this big. They're oh, like old beta big tapes. Big old ones. Yeah. They give us a tonight show. Yeah, yeah. It's like those. And then, so they edit on those, on those tapes. So it was very difficult. So, you know, it, it's, but it's, uh, now things are so much different. I edit on my laptop at fucking Starbucks. Hey, Willie was not in that movie, huh? No, no. Willie was not in that you, movie. Did you offer him a role? Probably, but he probably, I don't know why didn't he do it. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, there was no issue. I don't. Maybe I know. he was busy because Billy. Was, I mean, Willie was probably the most busiest comic that out of yeah, all of was. us during that time. So he was probably never there. You know yeah, I know. I mean? Me, Benny Mena, and yeah, Benny Mena. Martin Moreno was in it. Martin Moreno yeah. was in it as well. Uh, a whole bunch of cats were dude, almost everybody. I remember <laughs> that scene within the bus, bro. I was hungry, dog. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we got a, we got a bus. <laughs> You shot the scene in the bus. That was it funny. was funny, man. It was so, it was a funny scene, man. If you watch the go watch the movie, rent it. Okay? Right, screeningnow.com. It's two ninety nine. Check out the scene now. in the bus. You're gonna die. The same people waving at the people leaving in the, the bus or in the bus. In the bus. <laughs> we just I, I had people like put their heads down, wear a hat over their head. Oh my god, dude. Because this is what happened when I shot that's that. Some good, that's some good no, no, shit. When though, I shot dog. that scene, Smart, w- you remember Felipe? When I shot that scene. The extras in the bus, we got them from the Home Depot. We, I promised them $5 and a sandwich, right? So we filled up the bus, but the cameraman that I had fucked up, and he put the wrong film in the camera. He put the film for daylight instead of the dark film. Oh, like, my God. So we had to redo the whole thing again. So what I did was I just got the crew and the people that were doing other stuff. I put them in there. I go, look, just put your head down, you know, just go wear a hat, like do all this. And then I shot it from a lower perspective so you really don't see too many faces. For, for some of the shots. So that's kind of the way I, I that's shot cheating, it. That's cheating, bro. No, it's called <laughs> filmmaking, son. That's, that's what everybody making, does. Bro. Just like in, uh, in that movie with uh, From Here to Eternity, right? Which one's that one? Oh, oh yeah. No, that, from Here to Eternity. The one, the one with Humphrey Bogart. Oh, Follow the damn planes and you came in here. 
Casablanca. And Casablanca, at the end of the scene, when um, it's supposed to be Humphrey Bogart and the French police, and they're under the airport, and his lover, his lover is leaving, mm-hmm. that I found out that that's not really them standing, the little people. But they wanted to look like his far. Oh, yeah. They're tricks, it, was, it, was a, it was a guy, a little person dressed like tricks. Humphrey Bogart, and another little person dressed like the French cop. And then when they're waving, it's just their voice is talking, but it's them right there. Damn. That's what they do. What's that Hobbit or the Hobbit? The that's what that's <laughs> that's what they do. Like they'll if they want to show like somebody bigger than somebody, they'll sit them on the table, and it, on the camera it looks like they're sitting directly in front of each other, but actually one person is closer to the camera than the other, and then that what that gives you a, a, a perspective, a different perspective. So the person who's further away from the camera looks small, and the other one looks bigger, but. It, but on camera, because it's flat, it looks like they're right in front of each other. I know, man, because when I saw Eddie Murphy for the first time, I said, God damn, Axel Foley, I thought you were 6'3". <laughs> little. He is little, yeah, fool. Yeah, yeah. I'll knock that fool out. No. <laughs> but he's small. Uh-huh. But in a movie, it just looks look so huge, large. Dog. The big, what they call it, the big, big screen. screen. It's how yeah. you shoot stuff. It's angles. It's what you really can manipulate a look on on a camera or you know on the screen any way you want. You just got to know what you're doing. And there's all kinds of tricks in filmmaking, dude. That look dope. Joy, learn all that stuff by watching magicians in Vegas. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You said that guy had mirrors, right? Which one? When you were backstage at that guy's the magician show, you told me one time you were backstage. You were backstage and you saw well, other guys' tricks. Well, yeah. Well, oh yeah, that's right. I did. I did uh, at the Monte Carlo. I forgot the magician there. He the way he does tricks. I mean, the way he does the tricks. I could see him by because I was backstage. Like it was a black night for him, so all his all his tricks were back Brown. there, and it was me and Paul Rodriguez were, were performing at the Monte Carlo. Hey. So like there was this. There's a thing where he makes. Uh, there's an empty like cage. And then he makes a car appear and then disappear. And they do that with mirrors. The car is always there. They just move the mirror inside. And then when they, the, the mirrors look like pointed up, it just looks like there's, the place is blank. Black. Yeah, it's blank. Like there's nothing in there. It's called an illusion, right? Yeah, yeah it's all illusion. It's all tricks. Illusion. Just like filmmaking. <laughs> filmmaking is all tricks, man. It's just you manipulate the film or you manipulate the image to, to get an emotion or a reaction or to get a certain look. or You know what I mean? So it's uh, – it's kind of like being a magician, but when you're making a movie, and it's it's fun, dude. It's fun as fuck. I love filmmaking so fucking much. You know, I just can't wait to make a living doing it. That would be <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> you know? too bad. How many films have you directed already? I've directed a bunch of stuff. Um, music videos, little sketches, um, uh, shorts. You know, uh, and now that the last thing I directed was a sitcom. Oh, and and comedy specials. I directed uh, like four comedy specials, so that was fun. You know, and then um, another one that we did, we did the the All Star Comedy, uh, the Latin, not the Latin All Star, the All Star Palooza. Yeah, I did Latin Palooza. I did uh, Cholo Comedy Slam, but I also we just did uh, the All Star Comedy Show with uh, the Dirty Show with uh, you know Vegas, the Vegas Show, the Dirty Twelve Thirty. So I just directed that, and that's going to be on screening now as well. So you know, trying to do shit. Gotta make shit happen, son. Hell yeah! So I'm saying like I'm, I'm busy and I'm, I'm doing all this shit, but I'm broke as fuck. I don't know how that works because there's homeless people who aren't doing nothing and they have the same amount of money as I do. That's just not fair. Yeah. Nah, bro. <laughs> no <laughs> roof over their head, though, dog. There's That's a true. Superman out there with no teeth, bro. That's no true. costume. I hate the, the shut eye right now. Broken ribs. <laughs> Wishing he can direct. He's dress up like a sleestack now. <laughs> <laughs> he directed his own horror film, dude. That's cool. But that, next time I do something, man, you know, hey, you guys are in it. Let's do it. So um, this yeah, screening, where can they get it again? Uh, screening Now, just go online. It's called ScreeningNow.com. And that's it's like a Netflix, but they only have a few titles right now because it's literally, I think it's like a month old, the company. The company is a month or two months old. 
And uh, but they're gonna have a lot of stuff in. Uh, you can see El Matador for two ninety nine. You stream it there. There's a trailer, so you can see the trailer on there as well. And um, and check it out. You know, represent. You're gonna like the movie, or you and don't go thinking. Don't expect like a fucking masterpiece, all right? <laughs> don't go there with high hopes, high expectations. You know, think you're gonna see some Steven Spielberg shit. Just know we made it with no money. We made it with like a flashlight and some duct tape and a bunch of funny guys. So if you go in with that expectation, you're gonna enjoy the movie. Just don't go in there thinking, man, you're going to see La La Land. That's, right. <laughs> That's what was on my mind right now. <laughs> I watched the first this 10 minutes. This fences, people. <laughs> I got them trenches. all. In trenches. Trenches. <laughs> in the trenches. Fucking Joey, dog. It's cool. It's cool, man. You, you told me that um, the the main actor of the Matador, he quit quit um, acting. I think so, yeah, yeah. Movie. Yeah, Andrew Abar was his name. He's a really good-looking dude. He, he was a good actor, and I don't know, you know, I don't know what happened, but the girl, Ada, is... Uh, Doug Williams' wife. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's that's the girl, the main girl in the movie is uh, Ada, Ada Pla. When I, was, I remember when we were shooting the movie, you know how you have um, you have visions of grandeur. Yes. Right? I was thinking, yeah, in my head, like, yeah, man, what if Adam Sandler sees it and likes it? <laughs> and he wants to I play, the, the, wants to play the Matador guy. <laughs> dude, you never know, dude. That's the thing. No, we thought it would be funny as his style back then of being like, hey, what do you think? <laughs> Well, happy Madison would have been flick. perfect. You yeah, know? it actually would have been yeah, perfect. Dude. Some Will Ferrell movie, bro. About it's probably funnier than the shit he's doing now, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah not to be a hater or nothing, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it sucks because he's, he he has the power in Hollywood to do whatever he wants. And the last few things he's done is not that not, – well, I take it back. The last thing he he did that I saw – The Western? The Western was fucking hilarious. funny jokes in that. Come on, man. You don't like Cobbler? I love it. I liked it. You know why? Because I went in there with low expectations. I went in there with low expectations. I thought it was going to be like parents or whatever the fuck the other ones he made. But it, it was I, – I loved it. I, I thought it was really funny. Very you funny. hear that, Sandman? <laughs> Hire Joy Medina. <laughs> That's right. I'll direct a film for you. Yeah, man. So what happened – I think also like Jack Black, him – and those actors, they become parents, and now they want to change, bro. Yeah, yeah. I can't be putting up the have... same old nasty, funny shit I used to put. Yeah, my kids that... are watching it. Yeah, like Ice Cube, bro. No oh, more yeah, he hardcore was... shit. No, no, he's, he's he a family now. guy now. He's main... But he's still got that pissed off face, you know, but he's just pissed off in a nice way, I guess. Man, no matter what you put Ice Cube in, he's the same Ice Cube. Right? Yeah, dude. Ice Cube is a gynecologist, bro. <laughs> Man, let me see those legs. See what's up in this motherfucker. Ice Cube is a psychologist, bro. You got problem with your legs. <laughs> Ice Cube being romantic. Let me see them legs. <laughs> let me see them toes. Well, Ice Cube is, is just... Dude, it's... But everybody, again, you got to reinvent yourself. You got to kind of just... That's why we have this podcast bit, for a whole year with no sponsors. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, La Flor de Jalisco. La Flor de Jalisco. Right here. Right there. What's the phone yeah. number? It's 626. Wait, turn around. 626-257-3105. That number again is 626-257-3105. And the, the beautiful city of La Puente, dog. That's right. La Puente, bad boy. Oh, fool. I hooked up with um, Antonio from Flacos Tacos in Berkeley. The best vegan tacos ever, nice. Flautas, is in uh, Berkeley, Flacos Tacos. Because we're talking about opening up a vegan restaurant together. Out here in L.A.? Uh, here in L.A., right? So this fool gives me a 20-pound, Lisa? He gave me a 10 pounds of, of, of corn dough. Masa. masa. Corn masa to make flour, corn tortillas, bro. I already prepared. I already prepared. All you gotta do is smash the smash the 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 dough? the dough and make tortillas, bro. 
I, we made tacos the other day. That shit oh, was did? delicious, bro. We made sopes. We weren't going to shit to make, bro. We might give some away. <laughs> we ran out of shit to make. I'm so full, dog. It's, we have eight pounds left. Damn. How do you ship it to you guys like that? He, he gets oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, that's, a, that's a lot. Good, that's cool, man. dude. That's it's fucking good. awesome. So, Lisa, are you cooking Mexican now? For she cooks Mexican, girl. Asian, good for you. Mexican, vegan, bro. Damn, she made girl. vegan pozole with bomb. Nice, nice. Sopes. I get, I get my tamales at Costco, dude. They're dope. I love those. No, they're good. I think they're real Mexican people make No, them. of course, dude. But I've heard they were really good, dude. Are, I like bro. their pizza and their hot dogs myself, but you yeah. know what I mean. No, really? Dude. Costco? Dude, yeah, yeah. No, but, but the frozen they have everything, dude, dude, you go in there, they, they sell them. It's like a dozen. Dude, the Costco brand. fucking delicious. Are they fat, dude. though? They're, yeah, they're, 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 they're good ones. They look like real ones. It, but, you know, man, I used to buy those tamales. They come in a can, Hormel. Yeah, oh, wow. I've, I've ate seen them before. There's four of those coming. They're, they're not that, you ever had them. They're not bad. Dog. It's just a Mali with chili in it. <laughs> it's a white trash little party oh, right dude, there. You get hungry, bro. Yeah, you were hungry with Joey. I remember you chewing raw spaghetti. pasta, bro. Yeah, bro. I liked it. I loved you chewing raw. <laughs> Don't bro. lie, I do dog. No I was trying to clean my teeth, dog. <laughs> No, I love the crunch. <laughs> like, I love the crunch. I knew a fool that used to eat them, but he was eating that shit just to lose weight. <laughs> it stops me from munching, dog. I'm really? Like, Damn. Well, this is true. They say, you know how they say pasta is bad for you because of the starch? If you cook it al dente or whatever, where it's a little a little harder Hard than soft, it. It, it doesn't have the starch. So that's that's the healthy way to eat it. Or al cook dente. It. Yeah. Al that's dente that. tente. Yeah, that's, that's the healthy al way broco. to cook it. You, you won't get the starch. So it's less carbs. Now you and the chef uh, told me that. You and Alex Raimundo, you and Alex Raimundo, you and Alex Raimundo used to eat at their comedy condo house. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we're fucking in prison, bro. <laughs> I don't know how many recipes of ramen you can have. The jailbird, we had, we had jailbird ha- cuisine. cabinets of fucking top ramen, dude. We learned we we, we were the top ramen chefs. You used to eat fucking ramen with ketchup, bro. Yeah, like, dope it up with like mayonnaise Sofapio, or something, everything, make it all yeah. fettuccine style. Yeah, it's all. Who took the crushed peppers? <laughs> I no, mean, the little packet. Because <laughs> it comes only with that packet, so you got to fucking add shit to it, man. Damn, you know? dog. And then that, that's before the 99 cent store. Fuck now. Forget it. You can go crazy with that Jim shit. Jim used to always have that fake Applejack cereal, Apple Devils. Apple Devils. Manzana Jacks. <laughs> you would go in the house, and there was one section just for Alec Ramundo, bro. <laughs> he was in the movie, too. Yeah, he was in the film. Dude, Paul Rodriguez was in there. Played angel. Yeah, he played. He played his the his his father's angel, and then Paul Rodriguez played Alex playing the angel. Like he just he he even says it in the film. Goes, yeah, I'm just here to do a, a director a favor. And the funny thing is, this, <laughs> the most expensive day of shooting for uh, El Matador was that film because I mean that that sh- that scene with Paul Rodriguez because I had to rent the studio because we hung midgets from ropes. And they were the, the major. Brad Williams and um, Tiny Kim, right? No, uh, Tanya. Tanya, Tanya, Tanya Lee was one of them. Tanya, Tanya Lee, Lee. Yeah. that's her name. And, we, that's her and name. they were like name. little, they were dressed as angels, but you could see the rope. Like the ropes were there, everything, like thick ropes. And so Paul, I told Paul, I said, listen, I don't know where I'm going to shoot this at. Maybe like in a garage or something. He was like, no, nah, not here. And he gave me $2,000 to rent the studio. And the fucker still came late, but it doesn't matter. He paid for it. So what do you do? Yeah, what do you but, do, dog? He, yeah, so he paid for the studio and the lights to shoot that scene, you know. And, and it's funny because 
that scene that the the film got all scratched and shit, and I had to fucking fix it. It was it was it was it was hard, man. It was hard, but it's funny watching fucking. And one of the midgets was in a was in a wheelchair, so she's dressed like an angel, a little wheelchair. but she's in a, an electric wheelchair going around Paul like this in a circle. It's fucking so it's so bad, but yet so good. It is, it is my Sharknado. That's what it is. It's my Sharknado. So if you like that kind of shit, watch this movie. On screeningnow.com. <laughs> How long did the little people hang for? They hung for a while, dude. They were there God for like they were damn, there for like four dude. hours hanging from that. Are rope. you serious? Yeah. In a harness right there all? Yeah, yeah. Because there was a because I had to pay a guy to put them up, and then I couldn't afford to keep them the whole time. So we 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 had to leave them there until we were ready to finish, and then we took we brought them down. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude, you're fucking stretching that dollar, dog. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Should have been a producer, you know? Well, I did. I produced the shit. That's the go. thing. I never wanted to be a producer, but then at the end of El Matador, when I'm doing the credits, I'm going, holy fuck, I produced this. Like, I actually, I go, oh, so that's what a producer does, you know? Like, I didn't know. I'm like, I don't want to be a producer. I didn't know what a fucking producer was. I just go, okay, I'm going to direct this. But then basically what a producer does is directs the film before, you know, before you direct. That's all you do, you, you know. And my style of directing is like I direct like a producer and I produce like a director. So, so when I film, it's it's all everything's connected, everything flows well. You know what I mean? Or do you just act like a producer? <laughs> right there with uh, sunglasses and a cigar. Yeah. All right, let's move around. Let's do some shit right here. Come on, never gonna man, work touch. in this town again for free. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. But who's it was fun ins- making it, man. Who's your inspiration that you? Because th- I know like you didn't. Know. Did you wake up one day, I want to be a filmmaker, or, or something that eventually you just jumped into? It's somebody you'll ne- you, you, you don't know who it is. Rick. Morris Charnow. Morris Charnow was my fifth grade teacher. And God what happened damn, in fifth grade one. was this. He had an eight millimeter film of kids in the class the year before doing a Batman sketch. Like, and there was no sound. It was just film. And I remember he played it, he played it on the screen. And, like, I remember the, the person dressed up as Batman, had, like, a Halloween Batman thing, and his bat rope was a, a, a jump rope. And I remember watching that. I swear to God, my, I, from what I remember, like, my jaw dropped. I'm like, I'm like I want to do that. I want to make a movie. This is amazing. So in seventh grade, two years and later. Matador was born. Yeah, no, in seventh <laughs> grade, I bought uh, from, a, from another teacher in my junior high school, I bought a stolen film camera, a projector, and a screen from Board of Education and for 50 bucks. And I made a little King Kong movie like that. And it, and it's funny because I had my, I had my brother a wear... A little King Kong yeah, movie. A little teddy bear hanging from my penis. No, the reason I made the King Kong movie was because I had a gorilla mask. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to make a... <laughs> so I had my, my, my brother wear the gorilla mask. I wore, he, had a, he wore a, a, a fake fur coat and he had gorilla hands, right? But it was funny, and then, and then he picked up this dollhouse. Yeah, he picks up this dollhouse, and then as soon as he picks it up, all the like furniture on it falls on his face because you know how it's only got one side. And then, and then you can see his wrist. <laughs> like, there's a gorilla hands. There's Is that a, a gorilla? Yeah. And then, and then I had a I had a ship like a model ship. I put it in the bathtub and I shot that. Fucking shot away. Yeah. Then I shot my Sharknado. Uh, then I shot I shot a, a video a shot of my sister going, "Oh my God, here's King Kong." And then I cut to a Barbie doll with a hand up like that and, and King Kong with the wrist you can see the wrist grabbed, <laughs> grabbed the, I did like a whole King Kong movie for three because back then those 8 millimeter films were three minutes and 10 seconds long wow dude so I had a, and then you time it you see it on the camera and you just keep shooting because there's no editing you edit on the camera you just keep shooting it in, like in the order it's supposed to be in and that was the first thing I ever directed in 7th grade and I thought that was the shit but then I got into boxing deep into boxing so my filmmaking you know 
took took you know it went on the back burner. But um, I always loved filmmaking after that, and it was Morris Channel. So matter of fact, true story. When I when I made El Matador, I was so proud that I made a fucking movie, even though it was that movie. I, I was so proud that I found. Uh, my teacher Morris Charnow and I sent him a, a VHS of El Matador and he was, he was you're proud kidding of me. me. No, and I and, he, and I told him I go <laughs> return to sender. I go, I go, you inspired me to do this, man. And he was, you know, he oh, was sorry. Cool. Did and you I, know you recorded over the Zapruder film? Fucking <laughs> 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 Joey, God, that's awesome though, dude. Yeah, so he's the person that inspired. He's still making store the equipment now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're still looking for you. There's a warrant out for your arrest. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I bought stolen equipment, but that's another teacher. I you rascal. <laughs> well, because he stole it from the school. Because what happened was it was, was an inside job. Yeah, I was, I was talking to ABR him. guys. He was he was actually my shop teacher, and I told him I said, "Yeah, I want to make a movie." Me too. <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he goes, look. He goes, he goes for fifty dollars. I'll get you a camera. I got the projector. key to the auditorium, man. You want to buy some naked pictures of my mom, dog? <laughs> the camera and, and a screen. It came with a stand. Like you pull the screen down or up or something like that. <sighs> and and it was, I had the projector. I had the whole thing. I had all three pieces. The camera. Fucking shit was heavy. Huh? Dude, Friday Night Movies, heavy. dog. Yeah. So At I the park. For 50 bucks, man. And it was funny because they all said Board of Education on it. <laughs> that was my Plessy weightlifting belt. It. Property of Valleys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god hey, but, hey, dude, this me, fool hey look at me now fucking man, still promoting El Matador <laughs> hey it's a fucking staple dog right two ninety nine. what is the teacher the teacher was proud of you though <laughs> yeah yeah because I we stayed in contact a little bit after that and then not like maybe about a year later, I uh, I I headlined Caroline's in New York and invited him, so he actually got to see me do stand up oh, as fuck well. Yeah, the whole package. And I'm like, dude, this is my fifth grade teacher. He was the coolest teacher on the fucking earth, man. I, I love that guy, Morris Charnow. I don't know. I have I lost contact with him. But... Did he yell out, "Jory, do the King Tut"? <laughs> Remember the King Kong movie you did? <laughs> no, I don't know where that is. Fucking I want to find that. I want to find that because that was bitching, dude. Yeah, it was, it was it was great. It was funny. I still remember making it. It was fucking. We had I fake guess... soldiers, like army soldiers. <laughs> It was just so I'm dying at your little sister pointing me. Yeah, yeah. And then, we, and then I cut to a Barbie King dog. Kong! I thought I it was a Vita dog. <laughs> They're right. They're there, right? They, uh, so you see this little Puerto Rican girl pointing, right? Then I cut to a white Barbie doll with blonde hair. <laughs> with pointing I'm going to go out at night, Papa. <laughs> Remember, um, I don't know if, if it was your movie or you were directing or you were starting in a movie. You called me up. Hey, man, I'm shooting this movie. And I met you at some big ass park in a valley. And some guy was shooting a movie in the park. Oh, that was on Matador. And there was like a little doll, a little doll laying on the floor on the, on the freeway, on the streets. Oh, wow. I don't know. I don't remember that. Because I remember shooting in a park in the valley for El Matador, and I had the midgets on that scene, too. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. I got I to gotta look. But yeah, dude, it... You know, that's that's how it's filmmaking. That's like any any art does. You get better is just by doing it more and more and more. And you, and you know, when I shoot my own stuff, I don't I don't mind fucking up because it's my shit. You know, but if somebody hires me to sh- do something, a music video or something, I'm really really careful because it's their money. You know right. what I mean? But um, but then you know, the the more I, I shoot, man, I, I I only shoot when I know it's gonna be right. I don't fuck around. Like, some people, I got a lot of friends now. You know that be like, hey hey hey, I got this sketch idea. Hey. hey. And I'm always open. Like, I'm like, I'll help you out because you're my friend. But then you don't hear back from them anymore. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to chase you to do your fucking idea. Right. You got to chase it, me. Yeah. If you want, if you, I'll do it. I'm there for you. But, you know, if, it, if I got to use all my equipment, a lot of equipment, then you got to bring me help. I ain't going to be p- packing all this shit, picking up all this shit. Because I keep on, I have so much shit, I have it in storage. 
Like, I'm not going to go up there and fucking load up a fucking van with all my shit by myself and load it back just to do you a little fucking favor. You got to help me help you, and then I'll help you out that way, you know. But that's the way I am because, you know, I mean, sometimes that's all you got is friends. And sometimes I remember when I had no equipment and I wanted to do something, it was hard to beg for somebody, hey, man, could you help me out with this? Could you help me out with that? So now when, when I have a friend that needs something, I'm totally down. But as long as I can do it and it's not crazy... They have to pay for everything. I don't pay for it. You know what I mean? But I'll, my, I lend my talent and my equipment. And I'm like, let's do this. And your benevolence. Yes. And let's make this motherfucker happen. <laughs> when you man, shot um, Cholo Slam, that was all your, your equipment too? No, that we rented. Well, actually, it was the production company that I sold the show to. It was their equipment. Where, is, where can people watch Cholo Slam? Cholo Slam, I think it's on Hulu. Um, you can get it there. Um, Who's in it? Uh, on there is uh, Emilio Rivera. Brought him back out of retirement. for the stand up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, Martin Moreno's in it. Um, How do you do? Benny up. Mena. Martin did all right, you know. Um, you know uh, what, eh? <laughs> the you best set, The best set was actually, I think... Uh, Benny was, Mena, right? No, no. The best set was um, uh, Emilio. Emilio destroyed it. Well, he's killed yeah, it, and, and then Gilbert Escavel killed it, too. You oh, know? hell. Yeah, Gilbert's so he funny, was, Oh, and, and DJ Cooch did it. He, DJ Cooch killed it. That, that, was, that was really good. And, um, it, and it was fun making it, man. And I made it because somebody, somebody wanted me to make that show. So... I saw, I pitched the idea, and all the literally all the money they gave me to make that thing, I put on screen. I didn't pay myself anything. Just to make it look good? Yeah, because it, to make it look as good as I could. And there was mistakes that happened. If I could go back, trust me, I'll, make, I'll do things differently. Like the, the, there was a – I had an intern that was supposed to do the – put like a, a, a video on the screen every time a comic went up. And once the show started, the fucker just forgot. And I was stuck with that fucking image that, that I had on, which was a temporary image, throughout the whole show. So I, I would do that different. I would do a lot of things different. And, um, you would you know, pay yourself. And I would pay myself, too. <laughs> I'd definitely pay myself. Because I didn't make a fuck. I worked my ass off. Me. I would have paid myself somehow, man. Yeah, me and my girlfriend at the time worked Some our hairness. ass off on that. We worked our ass off on that. We really did. She worked, she worked just as hard as me, if not more. And uh, Liz Lohoff, give her a big shout out. Cause shout she, out. She broke her ass on that. And uh, I couldn't have done it without her. And... um. But but it was I, I felt really good when I did it because I'm like I did that with fourteen thousand dollars. That's it, fourteen thousand dollars. I had an, I had a fucking venue with two thousand people in it. I had you know four or five cameras. I had crew, and to give you the to to show you the big difference was I did Latin Palooza was a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. So that's the difference. I did I did a hundred and fifty thousand dollar job with fourteen thousand dollars, and that God was damn, extremely man. extremely difficult. The 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 um, million dollar theater you had to rent it. Oh yeah, we had to rent it. Oh wow, I thought it would be more expensive to rent. Yeah, no, it, that cost I think it was three grand to rent that. Yeah, three thousand dollars. Yeah, to rent that. That's and it came cheese. with their shitty security, which fucking old ladies and old. And it was fucking. They're little, old. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. And they were like, there was there's like fucking two thousand cholos in the audience. Oh, they had and they the got flashlight. These, yeah, these old ladies and these old men. There, they're like, yeah, they weren't doing any security at all, you know. And then we had a. Uh, 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 Fuck who we, we had Frankie J was there. We had uh, Mr. Capone. You know, we had it was a good show, man. It, yeah, it was a, it was a good show. It really was a good show. The talent was was good. And the show in the show. Yeah, there was a, these two girls that came up. They had, they were the dancers. So we had these two girls go up there. Like she, they would walk up. The actors, Noel G was in it. You know, we, we they walked them up. But it was good, man. Again, it was a learning experience. You know, of every I think every filmmaker and and I think I saw Martin Scorsese say this. They, if they could all do every project they had over again, they would do it differently. They would do something that they learned. They were like, man, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And that's the truth. You know, it's, it's, it's never uh, ever perfect. 
to other people it may be perfect, but to you, you're like, fuck, I, I fucked up here or I messed up here. I'll, I'll see this or I'll, you know, you can see a reflection off a camera or uh, the lighting or something. Nobody else will see it, but you know it's there. And it's like, fuck, next time I won't, I'll make sure I'll do this. I'll make sure I'll do that. And, you know, shooting the sitcom that I just shot, I learned a lot. I learned because I did that again all by myself. I made it, uh, I made like a half a million dollar looking sitcom for, for, for $4,000. And that was fucking very difficult to do. But again, it all comes from experience, right? Yeah, and it just a lot of planning. It's all planning. What would you, what would you tell um, any young person listening that wants to get into a film? Fucking just start shooting, man. Grab your fucking go phone. Go to film? No, go to New York Film School? No, no, don't. Waste the, waste the money? Yeah, yeah. Make, take that money and film something. Learn, get people who know what they're doing and learn from them. YouTube. I'll be editing right now, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll be doing something. I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to do this. I go on YouTube, and I find out how to do it. And there's some other motherfucker that just did it. And I just, I'm like, all right, I'll do that. I'll learn how to. That's how I learned to edit myself. Nobody taught me how to edit. I learned at Through Starbucks YouTuber. on YouTube wow. how to edit. I learned how to make rabbit forts on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Googled, how can I make my rabbit a fort? <laughs> and I, this guy told me, this lady in Japan told me how to make a fort. See, there you go, man. It's true. You can learn anything, bro. Anything on fucking YouTube. And it's just, uh, and then you learn different angles, different ways to do it. You know, when I did El Matador, there's special effects in it. Not El Matador, I'm sorry. Uh, Missing, where, you know, my grandma, grandma's head gets smashed in with a bat and blood everywhere. A woman, a girl gets hit by a car and she flies off. All that shit I learned on how to do, how to do on YouTube, you know, and, uh, and that was it. How'd you do that? How do you come out? It's all it's great. It looks great. It's composites. It's just composites. It's like it's the same composites. trick as it's the same thing like you do in Photoshop, except you're doing it with moving pictures instead of a. So you know. So for instance, I okay, like the grandma's laying there, right? You see her laying down on her head's there. So I shoot that. Then I shoot. Um, I put an X where her head is, right? And I don't move the camera. The trick is you don't move the camera. Then I put a watermelon there. With a wig, like the grandma's hair, the white hair, with guts and blood in it. Smash that with a bat. And then you take those two images, because the camera never moves, they, they just go right on top of each other. And then you rotoscope shit around it. So when the, you see the bat coming down, you start erasing grandma's face. And you start putting blood there, and then you'll see it. And, and then when, when you let it go, when you, you let it render, boom, grandma gets her head smashed in. That's what it looks like. That's, that's the trick. That's just... That's a special effects trick? Yeah, special effects. And it's very simple special effects tricks. Anybody could do it. How can you Man. shoot somebody not funny and make them funny? Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. You got to you gotta put... You, gotta, you can't you can. do that it's right impossible. away. It's impossible. You no, you know, no, you know how you do it? You put a laugh track on there. That's what you do. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people's specials have, dude. I've seen... Really, I've, dude? Yeah, I've seen people's specials without the laugh track and... And you got to sweeten it up. You just got to sweeten it up. Because sometimes it's not, maybe the joke was good, but just the audience didn't feel it at that second. And if you're going to put something out there on a screen, you can't have that. You can't have a, you got to bring up the laughter. You got to make that laughter rich. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's Damn, what Damn, I didn't do. know that shit. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. Like, I'm, when I was watching, when, when I shot Last Comic Standing, um, they had to use my laugh from Last Comic Standing and put them on Kathy Griffin's set. Really? She bombed. Oh, wow. There you go. There you go. It's true. That's why everything gets Because I watched her, separately. bro. I didn't see the, I didn't Damn, hear the laughs. That's tripping then me I, right. Then I watched her do her set. Then I heard, Felipe. That's not Felipe. <laughs> no, that's, I'm that's making why, that up, though, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why, that's why all, everything gets recorded separately. When you shoot a special, comedy special, the audience's microphones, it's com they're, compl they're separate. So now separate you tracks. Yeah, so you have these tracks separate 
that you can fuck with, play with, and put everywhere you want. One trick what you do is to make it better. You you don't make them louder. You don't bring the volume up because that sounds weird. What you do is you double you you double track them. So you take that same track, you layer it. You let la- you make a copy of the same track. You layer it on top of it, and then it has a natural loudness that doesn't sound like you put the volume up. It just sounds like there's double the people there. More powerful, Rasa. yeah. Frank Manzano used to have a joke, and then and then that joke would bomb in the audience. <laughs> Right now, there are people on the other side of the world laughing their ass off, and they don't know why. I'm the reason. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fool? Any shows coming up? Uh, fuck, I don't know what I got up coming up. I got in uh, April. In April, I'm gonna be in. Uh, no, I'm sorry. In March, I'm gonna be in in Reno. I'll be at the Laugh Factory in Reno, and in July, I know I'm doing. The oh, in April I'm doing Flappers in Burbank. In July I'm doing the Tropicana in Vegas. And just go to joymedina.com and you can see all the other shit I'm doing. This Saturday, people, I'll be at the Novo in downtown LA, January 21st. Next week, Atlanta, Georgia, January 27th through the 29th at the Punchline. And um, regardless of what Donald Trump said about that guy Lewis, this neighborhood is where that guy Lewis is from. It's Buckingham. And let me tell you, man, that's a rich-ass neighborhood. I don't know what Donald Trump is talking about. Buckhead. But Buckhead, Atlanta, it's a lot of people with money there. Also, February 11th, no, February, I'll be at the, uh, what is the airport? I'll be with Mike Epps in the Orlando, Cincinnati. Yeah, I'll be with Mike Epps. Oh, in Orlando? In Cin- Orlando, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Raleigh, North Carolina, Dallas, Chicago. And also I'll be in Pleasanton, California at Tommy T's and San Antonio Improv River Center. We're going to be at Well, the show today, we ain't going to know because it's Friday, but, you know, Saturday. And then... Um, this show Friday. You have a show Friday? Uh, Friday, I'm going to be at... Dude, I'm going to be... It's not the comedy pop-up. They're Neko Park. Comedy wash-up. <laughs> I'll be in Rosemead tonight, but, I mean, that's last week. Where so. can they find you at Joy Medina? Go to joymedina.com. You can go to my Twitter, which is Joey Medina Comic. My Instagram is Joey Medina Comic. And my Facebook is Joey Medina Fan Page. Shout out to David Rodriguez for the shirts from his family's bakery in La Puente, La Florida, Jalisco. Also, thank you, everybody, who has been leaving comments on iTunes. Keep coming with those comments. Uh, please review our show on SoundCloud. Give us four stars. Give us four stars on iTunes. Um, share the podcast with all your friends. That's Let right. them know what's up, Food Podcast. Check out Joy Medina's movie, El Matador, on screeners.com. Screeningnow.com. Screeningnow.com. Any Yam Man's coming up? We have one coming out this weekend, dude. Who you got? Ben Gonzalez. Ben Gonzalez. Who's that fool from San Diego? No, he's from LA. Does that Westside comedy show, Goonie show. I do right. with the beard. He's cool. So Benji from. Over there in... Um, oh, that fool's from San Diego. Yeah, Benji. Benji, what was his last name? Frog's friend. Right? Oh, whatever. He's all sad when another San Diego Chargers left. <laughs> A lot <laughs> of people are. We're sad they're coming here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, him back. I thought that for... The only... You know, it's funny. Um, The only person that can block the Raiders from going to Las Vegas is the city of San Diego. How's that? Because they have a voting right. They could vote on it still because the Chargers, even though they left LA, they still have a vote as the Chargers. Well, if San Diego's pissed enough, why don't they do it? Yeah, so San Diego could get the Raiders if they're smart. 
if they're smart. Two hours mm-hmm. is better. But still, than why would they get the Raiders and give them a new stadium where they don't want to give it to the Chargers? Yeah, that's true. What's up with that, dude? I don't know, man. Joe Medina, build him a stadium. <laughs> All right. What's up, fool? Joe Medina, right here. <laughs> What's up? Balls of steel. <laughs> I do have balls of steel. The right heirloom. Well, you go toilet right here. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. What's up, fool? It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know. All the stars are closer. All the stars are closer. Tell me what you're going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.